Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome to another show of Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Every week we uh, we bring in guests who kind of take a different tangle on the world. Actually, they untangle the world. Um, they show us a little bit how they've, uh, how they've lived by the rules, how they've bent the rules, broken them, or even kind of rewritten them. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. Um, every week, we have guests who have accomplished some really amazing things, sometimes miraculous things, depending upon your point of view. And uh, these are folks who not only walk the walk, well, actually, they talk the talk and they walk the walk. You know what? I can get that right every single time and still get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this week's show is, uh, is the power of unconditional love in everyday life. And it's uh, a little bit of a different take on, uh, on what we do in business rules. And, uh, you know, it's something where it's near and dear to my heart. Um, if you've ever experienced what therapists call... Uh, the dark night of the soul, then maybe you understand how far down someone can go in hitting, um, hitting a bottom, if you will. I know, unusual talk for me because it's usually not the, not the path that I take, but, uh, but today is just a little bit different, and I promise it will not be heavy. It will be beautiful. We're going to spend an hour exploring the power of love and specifically how giving and receiving unconditional love can help us each move past anxiety, depression, or any other emotional or spiritual malady. Yep, this hour of business rules is just a little different, but not really. Because each week we take the best of human experience in life and business, and we talk about how my guests have, I said, used, bent, even broken, and then rewritten the rules. And uh, this week's show is no different in any way, shape, or form from that. My guest this week is, uh, is a beautiful young lady I've known for a really long time, uh, Karen Seltz. Karen is the founder of Happiness Guru, happinessguru.net, and Whispers of God Live.com. It's an upcoming video. Uh, series, uh, interview series, actually, featuring more than 20 of today's leading spirituality influencers. Karen is a transformational public speaker and spiritual coach whose mission is to help women experience true joy and peace by deepening their connection to God. She teaches them how to listen to their inner knowing, their intuition, and, uh, and their guidance, and it's always there. This enables them to lead joy-filled lives of meaning and deep connection with God, themselves, and others. And I can tell you, having, uh, having uh, been in Karen's presence um, on a number of different occasions, hundreds, I would imagine, um, I can tell you that uh, she has a real affinity uh, for, for helping people reach that, uh, that aspect of joy in themselves. And uh, one of the things that, uh, that I think will help set Karen apart, um, and we'll talk about this in the show, is uh, she fearlessly shares her darkest moments of depression, addiction, and spiritual confusion 
And uh, she does it with loving openness and vulnerability. And uh, those are uh, beautifully powerful places to come from. And, uh, and I've, I've also, uh, I can bear testimony to that as well. Uh, Karen connects with her clients in a profound and insightful way. And uh, this allows her to acknowledge the reasons she's here. She gets, lets her live her purpose and make meaningful contributions and connections by sharing her unique story and special skills with the world, which makes a huge impact. And it leaves, uh, it leaves a legacy of love. And, uh, and the, show's, the show's content today is, is, as I said earlier, all about the power of unconditional love. Um, and, uh, and the bio is, you know, is a great little capsule of where you are today and, and the things you're accomplishing. Um, tell us a little bit more about, you know, about Karen, you know, last year, the year before, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I mean, you know, f- fill in the picture, breathe some life into your life for us. Let us get to know you. Sure. Thanks for having me on, Peter. Oh, it's my Appreciate pleasure. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Michigan, a pretty small town with middle-class parents and lots of traditional kinds of love, I guess, and not the kind that I would consider to be unconditional. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I think for many of us, we grew up in a way where we felt like anytime we disappointed our parents or they were angry at us, we didn't feel loved. And depending on how young we were when that happened, we were able to associate different types of meaning to that. So if my parents got angry at me when I was very young, I thought that I was unlovable or I was unworthy or that I didn't deserve to be around. Yeah. And it was really difficult to grow up in that type of environment. Yeah, it's... uh it becomes a challenge because um, you don't know how to please and you can't get everything right or anything right. Right. And so you then, you you wander and kind of um, test the waters in all different places and see what kind of attention elicits the right kind of attention back. Exactly. So I, you know, grew up like fairly shut down and I was a great, great actress. I had this face of yeah. that I showed the world and everybody, and I even had myself fooled. I thought that I was, you know, very intelligent and funny and athletic, and you know, I was trying to get attention from my parents. I was trying to earn their love. Yeah. And it seemed like no matter what I did, it just wasn't enough. One time. Growing up, I brought home all A's on my report card, and I was so excited to show my dad, who was a teacher. Uh huh. And he said to me, "Only one A plus." Oh. Okay, so you got me beat. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not you know it's not traumatic for somebody who's not a perfectionist. Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Shoot me, please. (laughs) Only one A plus. That would have been something my dad would have said too. Yep. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it wasn't until years later when I actually got pretty heavily involved in an addiction and I discovered this program, a different program, not not a 12 step, but their focus was on learning to tell the truth about yourself and get real acceptance mm-hmm. with all your warts and 
you know, all your ugly stuff that you find to be unlovable. And it was through this, I got, I received unconditional love really, or I felt it for the first time in my life from a bunch of people that I didn't know. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. And one of the concepts is you can only feel loved to the degree that you're willing to tell the truth about yourself. Yeah, I've experienced that myself. Yeah. And, 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 and I do that to this day. Yeah, it's like, yeah, sure, you accept me now or love me now, but would you love me if, if you, you knew, really meet? Yeah, if, if you, you really knew this. Me, yep. <laughs> would you still or would you run away like I think you're going to do? Yeah. Yeah, and then I make that stuff up in my mind, and so I don't bother telling the truth, and you run away anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, a, not a good scenario, but the one that comes through. So that's that's deep history. Give me a little bit more of your background in growing up and some of the experiences that you had uh, that have led you to where you are. Hmm. So many. Well, I mean, one of the you know, recent ones is uh, the death of my mother. Okay. I, until she passed, was trying to earn her approval. And she actually died of cancer, so she knew she was dying. Mm, yeah. And it was little things like she was picking at my parenting a lot because I didn't spank my children, for example. Well, I was a bad parent because I didn't hit my kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get, break out the paddle. Let's right. go. I should, you know, I didn't go that far to earn <clears throat> her approval, I'm happy to say. Luckily, I found uh, some spirituality, some recovery before that actually happened. But it really impacted me in a deep way because I had been playing it small, really, and not following my heart, not following my inner guidance, my knowing, because I wanted her to accept me. And, you know, there were some other episodes, I would say, of spiritual shaming oh. growing up. And what I have found is I, w I had very much uh, a big source of discomfort talking about anything spiritual with someone I didn't know. I can understand that. Because my parents were not very religious people, but they sent me to a Christian summer camp every year. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And every year I would go and I would get saved. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would come home and say, oh, I got saved. And they would laugh and they would make fun of me. And that hurt. And so I learned that it wasn't safe to talk about that with them. And I certainly wasn't going to venture out with anybody else and talk about it. Yeah. So I was like a closeted Christian for a long time. <laughs> wow. I mean, and you think about it, it's like, and, you know, in not that it's something blasphemous or unusual, but I mean, by and large, I think the country um, as a whole considers itself to be a Christian country. Right. Would not be out of the ordinary to hear somebody talking about that. So to feel, uh, to feel unsafe in sharing that, um, it must have uh, it, it must have been both peculiar and kind of scary. Yeah, both. Absolutely. Gosh. 
that's not something that uh, that that would would compute real well um, with me. Um, but I understand that process because it's something where it's like, yeah, you you latch onto something that works so beautifully and feels so right. And then, you know, you share it with the people uh, that brought you into the world and care for you and ostensibly love you. And they make fun of it. Right. And uh, and that's as a kid, you know, nine years old, 10 years old, even, you know, 10, 10, 15, 16 years old. I mean, that would just be one of those baffling things. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, it was it was difficult to make sense of why they would send me there if they didn't believe the same way. Well, we can talk a little bit about maybe why they sent you there, although I don't know that that's very important. Yeah, I don't think so. But on the other side of the break that we're coming into, uh, we will uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, about your being a closeted Christian. <laughs> and if you're still a Christian, don't give it away, because we're going to come back right after this. You've got water in the bottle. I think I may go get some coffee, and you as a listener should probably do the same because, you know what, this show runs nice and early in the morning, and it's something where it's better to have a cup of coffee to go along with Business Rules with Peter Feinstein and my guest, Karen Seltz. We'll be back in two minutes. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to HPowerMarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to HPowerMarketing.com. That's HPowerMarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's HPowerMarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week Karen Seltz. And uh, Karen has got so many amazing things going on. 
let me just uh, refer back to this. Um, happinessguru.net is uh, one of her ventures, her latest, most recent, and the thing that is, uh, is uh, really going to be more of what we'll talk about as we get deeper into the show is her video interview series, uh, which will happen on Whispers of God, whispersofgodlive.com. That's not easy for me to say unless I keep saying it, which I'll keep repeating that so that everybody knows. Good. So before the break, we were talking about Christianity, and we didn't genuflect or anything like that. I'm not even sure what that is. I grew up Jewish, okay? Um, and I'm not anymore, so there. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we were going to talk a little bit about um, Christianity and where you have have gone with that, um, you know, are you, are you still a Christian or? Well. Tell, tell us all. My, my beliefs have evolved a lot. Like in my 30s, I went through this period where I thought I was way too smart to believe in God. Yeah, who the heck is this guy? I'm right. Like. I'm way too smart for that. And not only did I not believe, that was not enough for me. I was an outspoken atheist. And I thought that people that believed in God were really simple-minded and deluded. Cool. And I was not afraid to tell them. What? <laughs> yeah, I have the, That's I have, me now. I have the face for radio. You can't see it. It's too bad because I look really simple-minded. Wait, I am. Um, <laughs> but I know, exa I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so you thought we were simple. I mean, you thought others were simple-minded and deluded. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, in my 40s, I started struggling with addiction. Oh. And kicking and screaming after many feeble attempts to stop in my addiction to get sober, I uh, entered into the rooms of the 12-step program. Ah. And I was you know, going along fine until I got to this step two. <laughs> this is step two that says we came to believe in a power greater than ourselves that could restore us to sanity. Yeah. And What's I, the problem there? Yeah, this this higher power thing. <laughs> what a stumbling block, I know. It really was. Yeah. Okay, so you who are listening, um, if this is your first time listening, then you don't know if it's not your first time listening, then you probably, maybe, possibly do know. <laughs> um, Karen and I are in both in recovery. We're both in 12 steps, and we actually have been um, in many of the same meeting rooms. So, um, you know, it's kind of like an inside story, and I don't like to keep too many inside stories. I want you guys to join the party and understand the inside stuff, too. So um, I'm familiar with it. But, yeah, okay, so early 40s, 12-step recovery, and... And the stumbling block of the second step. So I was just thinking there is no hope for me hmm. because there's no way that I can go from where I am now to this belief that I don't have. But what I did have was a tiny bit of willingness to hmm. listen to people that had been where I was yeah. and had changed, had changed their whole way of thinking and feeling and showing up in life. And I did not want any more of what I had been experiencing. So the first thing somebody said to me is, are you willing to be willing? 
because I wasn't willing, that's for sure. Sure. But that I could muster, willingness to be willing. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, I'll, or, con- I'll consider it. Right. Or can you believe that we believe? I'm like, yeah, but I believe you're stupid too. Yeah. You know, like I was, <laughs> I was, I was fantastic this to be a, around. Man, this is a tough room. <laughs> can we turn the air conditioning back on, please? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. You know what? I um, I I can completely identify with that, and I'm not. I'm not gasping, laughing. Um, I've just, I, I've got to clear my lungs because I've, I've had bronchitis. And so it's like, it's, it's hard. So I hate to stumble through, through my talking, but I, um, I, I definitely get that obstacle. The second step is, uh, you know, to many has been, you know, something as high as the Empire State Building. And, uh, and, you know, and we're not Superman or woman. Right. And can't leap that building in a single bound. Um, yet that's kind of what is suggested in the 12 steps that we do um, so that we realize that um, our powerlessness uh, can be remedied by something beyond ourselves. And uh, I get that. So you came to the second step with um, a willingness to be willing and... What happened? Well, around that time, I started talking on the phone with this woman in California. So she was a stranger to me, but I got her name through a phone list in this other love program and the unconditional love program. Okay. So I started calling her and she was getting nothing out of it. I mean, nothing financially or career wise. Okay. She was getting a lot out of it because she did a lot of good with me. Hmm. So that kind of reward she was receiving. And she started talking about this God that I had not really heard much about. And that was a God that loved us unconditionally. It was a God that saw us exactly the way we were created, as precious and holy children. And not a God that was punitive or judgmental. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she started reading to me her journals. And her journals contained this two-way dialogue between her and God. Uh-huh. And I, at first, no, I really wasn't even skeptical. The moment I heard those words, they just resonated deep in my gut as truth. And from that point on, I never questioned the existence of God again. Wow, that's uh, that's so cool, um, and you know what I love about that is it's something where, with just the the smallest microscopic dot size of willingness, yeah, that was about it. You get to hear the voice of God, and you get to understand it. And it resonates, and it reaches you, and it does what nothing else up to that point has ever done. Right. That's, yeah. ri- that, that, that's ridiculous. It sounds insane because it's something where we rely so much on our brains, which in my opinion, um, my brain is out to get me <laughs> yes. um, and, and make me suffer in the process. Um, 
And then we get, <laughs> and, and then yeah, and then we get, and we get this, you know, this this voice um, that all we have to accord is the tiny little bit of willingness, and it comes through loud and clear and unambiguous and uncomplicated, and doesn't require analysis. Nothing. Yeah. And so loving. Yeah. Not at all like the voices I was hearing in my head. Okay, so my conscience <laughs> growing up was, and just so that you're aware, my conscience, I, you know, conscience, God, same thing, because at least for me, because when my conscience speaks to me now, and it's radically different than it was when I was growing up, and then I was not into God at all for decades, um, which is why I was in addiction for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, my addiction, uh, my my concept of uh, my conscience growing up was like this old bearded dude on a throne up in the sky with this staff and a pad of paper and a pen writing stuff down about all the bad stuff I did, oh. keeping score. And it's like, yeah, and you know what? You're going to hell. And there's no, you know, and regardless of whether I believed in God or not or hell or not, you know, my my conception was if someone said, so what, you know, what's going on up there? It's like, yeah, he's keeping track. He's keeping score. And there's no way that I'm going to, you know, get to heaven when this is, you know, when this life is all said and done. And so rather than uh, rather than deal with that, um, I just decided to reject it. And so. I turned my conscience off. Sounds familiar. As best I could. Right. Wasn't ever able to do it completely, but the version of it that would sneak through, kind of squish through like jello, um, was none too pretty for decades. Mm. It haunted me, and it always bespoke to me of my shame. Right. And how bad I was. Because, and it wasn't for anything that I had done. I, haven't killed anybody, so you know. Haven't broken that con- that 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 commandment. Well, that's fantastic, Peter. Isn't that good news? Wow! You know, and the, now you don't have to call the police on me. <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, but it's something where you know, I still got this you know this deep shame story, and um, you know, and in going through my version of the second step, um, it's something where the voice of my conscience changed radically. The conscience of old, which was my ego's version of the conscience, is kind right. of like yeah, it was kind of like, you know, my my human dad on steroids with a cattle prod and being totally no fun. <laughs> my conscience my conscience today is one of actual humor. Mm. My conscience reaches out to me and, you know, and basically says stuff like, how's that working for you? Do you think <laughs> there might be a different way of looking at that? And I swear, it's like I, I do a double take and look over my shoulder. It's like, whoa, someone just said something to me. Right. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it, it's it's cool. It just takes a little practice of listening. That's, that's listening it. Listening to the right voice yeah. and learning to discern between the two. When we come back because we are already at the next break, just magically, miraculously, not unbelievably, because it's right here. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's something where we will talk about listening, and we're going to talk about the shift in your life. And you know, I may get an opportunity to, uh, to talk a little bit as well, um, but we'll do that. Um, but before we go into break, 
um, I would like you to share with our listeners where they can find you. Uh, website, Facebook, LinkedIn. Sure. Tell all, please. Okay. So my website is happinessguru.net. And I have an upcoming interview series. It's going to be video interviews with 21 experts and influencers. And that will be at whispersofgodlive.com. I'm also on Facebook at The Happiness Guru. That's great. Thanks so much. And we'll come back and, uh, and talk a little bit more about listening and listening for God, listening to God, and uh, more about unconditional love in two quick minutes. You come back. We'll be here. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week, Karen Seltz. Karen's got uh, you know, some great insight into unconditional love and uh, some great experience in willingness. 
and uh, and was you know just beginning to share a little bit about listening for God and uh, and how that willingness translates into um, into um, being able to hear that which uh, was not there before or maybe more correctly was always there just not hearable so tell us a little bit about um, how you shifted from um, not hearing and definitely not listening to listening and then what you got sure this woman that I had the phone relationship with, I was on the telephone with her one day, and I was talking about my husband at the time. And I had two small children, and he started drinking to deal with the pressures of parenthood. And it became quite excessive. Kool-Aid? Um, I see. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay, maybe not. (laughs) No, he had uh, some alcohol that he kept in the freezer. He would just pull it out and take swigs when he was babysitting. Oh. Not babysitting. You're not supposed to call it that when it's your own children. Oh, okay. (laughs) When he was caring for his children, our children. Yeah. So I tried to point out gently, as gently as possible, that I thought he may have a problem. And he was not hearing that. That went on for, you know, months. And eventually I begged him to get help. And then eventually I gave him the ultimatum, which he chose to move out Hmm. rather than give up alcohol. So that's what happened. Um, But prior to that, I was on the phone with her the spiritual mentor and, you know, talking about the marital situation. And I, I said, I I really don't know what to do. You know, I don't want to be a single parent of two small children. This is my second marriage. I don't want to get divorced. You know, how's that look? All, you know, all the things that we say. And she said, she just invited me very softly to close my eyes, get quiet, go within and listen. So I was in my car, I'll never forget this, in my car outside of my daughter's piano lesson. And I just sat there in the car and took a breath, closed my eyes, and just asked, like, what do I do? And very, very clearly, almost immediately, I heard, let him go. Hmm. So it was the easiest decision of my life, probably one of the biggest ones, but I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I was doing the right thing. Yeah. So, you know, when I delivered that ultimatum, I already knew what the answer was. I knew what he was going to choose, but it didn't hurt me. You know, I didn't take it personally. And I never looked back. I never considered getting back together or anything because it was divinely guided. Yeah, that's uh, that's the comfort when you get messages powered by unconditional love. Right. And it was just that inner knowing. Like, yeah. I knew that was the truth for me. That was exactly what I was supposed to do. Yeah, and you get the guidance, which is, uh, which is really pretty cool. Yeah. 
Um, and some people say, like, okay, did you hear, like, a big booming voice? And no, no, it was my voice in my head, but not, you know, in subsequent times, it's not been words that I would use. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not that nice to myself, or at least I wasn't back then. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I, I totally get it. Um, God talks to me as well. And I know that others listening have had that experience. I, I, I just absolutely believe it. Um, sometimes it's my voice. Sometimes it's slightly different. Um, but it always has an aspect of experience that I don't have. Right. And, you know, and it's something where, and sometimes when I talk about it, you know, someone will, you know, someone will, because I'll be, I'll say it at a meeting or something, and someone will say, it's like, wow, that was just like so cool. It's like, yeah, um, it's clearly beyond me because that isn't anything I've ever done. And they're like, oh. And it's like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's something where, you know, and, but I'm told that I've got to pass it on. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, uh, and that's, that's amazing because um, there's an element of trust associated with that uh, that I did not used to accord people, never mind myself, but in hearing what I hear from higher power, God, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Uh, I have complete and total and unconditional trust. And I never, I'm, I'm never steered wrong. Never. Not, I mean, not, not like, not usually does he get it right. Or, you know, most times or like 99 times out of a hundred. <laughs> it's like, there hasn't been a single time when I've, when I've done as suggested that it happens wrong. It's always yeah. the path of ease. Yes. And that's, that's one of the ways we can test it. You know, if we are not sure. Ah, yep. How easy, how loving is it? Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. So you clearly had a breakthrough. And, um, and in knowing um, your path um, and seeing the results of it at meetings um, and, hearing, and hearing you talk and share, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's one of those things where it becomes um, a permanent set of, um, of how you listen and how you express. So what's your goal now? I mean, you know, where, where from here? Well, I'm going to say it wasn't always easy because I, for a long time, I let my, my ego kind of cloud that vision and that ability to hear. One, one thing was I was afraid that if I asked, I would not hear an answer. Hmm. So for a time, I wouldn't ask because I was so afraid that, that God would abandon me. Hmm. And so th- those were some pretty dark times that I had after that. Yeah. So my goal now is to be 100% spirit-led and to invite God into every decision. And I'll tell people that, you know, like if I'm gonna overeat, if I'm gonna <clears throat> sit down with a carton of ice cream, I, if, if 
I take the time to say, God, I really want to overeat and I want to soothe myself and I want to eat this ice cream. Come with me. Nah. <laughs> I, I can eat literally one bite and be satisfied. When I had planned on eating that whole darn carton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But how often do I remember to do that? That's another story. It's not unbelievable. It's a work in progress. It's not unbelievable, though. Right. No, that, absolutely. That's, that's so a, any, you know, the bad habits or self-destructive things we're, we do. Yeah. If, if we take the time and just invite God to go with us, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I, it's fun. I, I, you know, it's, I, I can just see that because mine would be, you know, my version of that would be, it's like, I want this whole pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Come on, God, let's, 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 we, we can knock this out. Let's do it. <laughs> and, and I know because it's something where it's like, I'm two slices in and it's like, yeah, I'm so done and I'm almost overdone. And the rest of it goes in the freezer for like the next six days. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. That's so that. you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's that, that's so funny. That's that's actually it is. It's it's hilarious because I I do ask God to go along and he's just like, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. But I mean, you go ahead and you let me know when you're ready to stop. And <laughs> and and that's good because it's something where I get that. Right. I love the one bite of the ice cream. Oh, my gosh. It's like imagine getting complete satisfaction from peppermint stick ice cream on a tablespoon. Okay. I yeah. Haven't, I haven't quite that, processed is that, that yet. Is that your downfall? Oh, my gosh. Peppermint stick ice cream is my ultimate favorite ice cream. Mm. Um, but I'm not a huge ice cream guy to begin with. But, oh, okay. But if it's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but what's really funny is over the years, the carton size that, and I usually only get it around the holidays. So the carton size in the last t 10 years has gone from, you know, the half gallon thingy, whatever yeah, it is, to, to a quart, right. to a pint, to literally going to Baskin Robbins and getting a scoop mm. and bringing it home. And it takes me two weeks wow. to eat a scoop of ice cream. And, and it's not me. That's a miracle. It is. If anybody has any issues with eating. It is, it is, in fact, a miracle. And it's something where it's, it's completely beyond me because, I mean, that's not me. I mean, I used to go to get to Cold Stone and get the Love It. And if you know anything about Cold Stone, they've got like three sizes. They've got the, oh, no, yeah, they have the Like It, Love It, Gotta Have It. And I would get the Gotta Have It mm. and do all kinds of whatever mix-ins. Mix oh, my goodness gracious. Um, and so it's just one of these things where it's like, wow, totally not of my doing. Okay, I'm going to freak us out here because we've actually come up to the next break, <laughs> which it, it boggles my mind. The speed with which we are moving is, the, you know what, it's the speed of miracles and the speed of God, and I'm really digging it. I love it. Yeah, me too. And um, so we will come back in two minutes, and we're going to talk um, a little bit more about... Um, Ice cream? Well... <laughs> If that's what floats your boat, we can definitely do that because this is your show. And um, no, I'm going to ask you to give us some more examples of, of some of the really cool things that have happened. And, uh, and then we're going to talk and we'll finish up with uh, your sharing a little bit more about uh, the video series that you're involved in. And, uh, and then we'll have to maybe talk about, you know, show number two. So we'll come Sounds back. Great. Yeah, we'll come back in two minutes. Stick around. 
build your better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Just another amazing, fun, exciting, and entertaining show, at least for me, and I'm pretty sure for you, too. (laughs) Absolutely. My guest this week is Karen Seltz. Karen is uh, putting together a a video series uh, interviewing spiritual leaders and influencers, and it will be on the web at her website, whispersofgodlive.com and uh, we'll uh, we'll conclude this segment not yet um, with uh, having Karen tell us a little bit more about that but again not yet because we got a couple of things that I wanted to just um, have Karen touch on for us Um, I wanted her to give us some examples of um, the questions that you ask yourself um, and and where did these questions come from? So do the first part first and the second part second. So give us a, you know, give us a smattering of the questions you ask yourself and then, you know, clue us into the inspiration for them. Okay. The questions I ask myself when I'm in what situation? Boy, you know what? Anything. Like that, anytime I'm feeling anything, some emotions that I don't. Yeah. Anything that anything any disturbance to your peace of mind. Okay, perfect. So one of the questions I ask myself is, how can I see this differently? Ah. And there's always a way. Another one is to really think about my projections, which what that means to me is there's a part of myself that I'm not willing to accept. And I'm not willing to offer unconditional love to that part. Hmm. And so I project it. I put it on other people. Oh, yeah. And I see it in them. 
you know, that person uh, is being annoying because they're being a show off, for example. So that's a part of me that I've rejected. I was a big show off in high school to get attention. And that is something that annoys me sometimes. If somebody is, you know, bragging about themselves or being too loud. And I was exactly that for a lot of years. So how can I see this through your eyes, God? How can I see this person with love? That's, you know, if, if someone else is involved, or how can I see myself as, you know, through the eyes of love? That's the question. How can I see myself? Because if you're projecting, because right. I know that when I project, I am, you know, it's the old, you spot it, you got it. Yes. And, We've heard that a time or two. Oh, my gosh. And so that's, that's, that's really cool. So where do these questions come from? I mean, you know, because clearly they don't sound like they're your experience, because I know that when I ask myself questions like that, it's like, mm, not for me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I study a spiritual text called A Course in Miracles. Not and familiar with it. No, I know. Not at all. Yeah. We've never discussed it. Not at all. Not even not even yeah. extensively. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the questions are going to come right from there. There's a, it's set up in three sections, yep. a textbook, lessons, workbook lessons, and a manual for teachers. So I, my go-to is the lessons. And it's set up with 365 of them. I don't know if there's a coincidence or not with that. Um, I don't know. Maybe one a day. Oh. Right? So if I'm feeling confused, a lot of times I will just open it up. And I will get exactly what I need. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So everybody I know who studies A Course in Miracles or reads A Course in Miracles or works the lessons. Um, and I know a bunch of people who do this. Um, every single one of them has their own favorite lesson, which is kind of comical when I think about it. And I'm only thinking about it for the very first time this way, right this moment. So it's spilling out of my mouth and I have no idea what my pie hole is going to say. Um, but it's one of these things where it's like, okay, so it's 365 days worth of wisdom, of God, of presence, of unconditional love and guidance. And yet we, each of us on some level, pick a favorite. What's yours? Oh, good question. <laughs> there are so many that I love, and it really depends on what day it is, like what I have going on. But one that recently just popped out to me again was Lesson 49, and it is the voice of God is with me through the day, <laughs> all through the day. So it's always available, always. Yep. Unless... I'm obscuring it with noise, which we like to do. You know, we're in this technological society. We're always doing something, and the noise might not be auditory. It might be we're on Facebook, we're watching television, you know, we're reading something. Yeah. But our minds are busy so much that we don't take the time to meditate or to journal or to get quiet and mm -hmm. go within and ask. 
And it's in doing those things where we will hear the voice of God. I really like that. The voice of God is always there, always there for me. Yeah. That isn't my favorite. What's yours? But I love it. Um, my lesson, my favorite lesson is lesson 254. Mm. And it's, it's a little long, and I've kind of changed it up some. And rather than make this about my favorite, we're going to keep it on yours. Um, because I have a feeling that um, that lesson, lesson 49, um, has uh, either purposely, unwittingly, or just inspirationally been uh, the, uh, the source for your video series. And, uh, and I, I don't want our discussion about unconditional love to, you know, to, to delve into A Course in Miracles right. this time. We can do it another time. Sure. Um, but we're, we're literally down to two minutes. And okay. so what I'd like is I'd like you to share a little bit about your video series so that we can talk with that and end the show with that. Um, because I have a feeling there's there's amazing power uh, in the unconditional love expressed in that series. Absolutely. Please. So I have more than 20 experts that I'm going to be interviewing on video. And this is going to go live in February. And really, they're going to share their stories and different techniques that we can just deepen our relationships with God. And... How do we get quiet? How do we hear? And if your listeners want to know what has worked for me, I've actually prepared a special gift for them. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I have a hearing God meditation. So it's a guided meditation. Uh-huh. And an ebook. It's a $97 value, and I'm going to give it to them absolutely free. Wow, that is so cool. Yes. Where can they go to find this? So if they go to my website, yep. happinessguru.net, okay. there will be a tab that says free gift. And all they have to do is give me their email address, and we'll send it out. Awesome. That is extraordinary. What a great gift. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I think that's wonderful. It has been, um, it has been a special hour and, uh, and one of beauty and love. And I'm so blessed and thankful that you've been my guest this week. It has been, uh, you know, a decidedly non-business or maybe even bigger business, um, kind of a business rules show. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad that you're my guest. And I think that there's, uh, there's so much more for us to talk about that I think a second show is something that we will uh, that we'll work on and, and do together. Um, I am... The, just so happy and uh, again thank you for uh, for your presence here and I thank my listeners for your presence and I hope that you have a beautiful day and come back and hear us again next week thank Take you Peter it was my pleasure uh, thanks so much Karen thanks for listening to business rules with Peter Feinstein this week's guest has been Karen Seltz and uh, again you want to go to happinessguru.net and click the free tab or the gift, the tab that says free gift and enter in your email address and you'll get uh, an amazing, uh, amazing gift from Karen. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.